Well, hello and welcome to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. I tell you, I tell you, we are in for a treat today. I am here with my friend, uh, Jamie Farr. Jamie is the Vice President of Planning, Staffing and Development for Waycliffe Bible Translators USA. Uh, I like to introduce him as simply a son, a son of um, when I think of Jamie, I, I'm also reminded of the scripture that says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well placed. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Charles, and I believe this is uh, episode 20. Can you imagine this? This we started, I believe, in January of, of 2020. And uh, how about that? We started in January 2020, and this is the 20th episode. I tell you, thank you. Thank you so much for being our listening audience. And, and right now, I just want to go straight into our podcast. And, and Jamie, welcome to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. It's great to be here, Dr. Charles. I would say brother. Yes, yes, um, yes. Most endearing turn. Yes, uh, brother Ray. Uh, I, I always say I was, I, actually, my first name is Anthony, but I don't know one person that calls me by my first name other than my wife. When she may be mad at me, you know, she may, when I, when I hear Anthony, I'm like, oh Lord, before it'll be honey or, or hon or babe, you know, but I, I don't know one person that calls me by my first name, 99.9% uh, .9 of the audience and uh, calls me by my middle name, which is Ray, uh, Ray Charles. I Jimmy will Walker. steer clear of Anthony then. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for taking the time. I remember we met we met uh, about a year or two ago at uh, NAMAC, National African American Mission Conference, and um, one thing led to the next. And uh, between those two years, we have developed a friendship. Yes. And I want you to know that I, I truly appreciate that friendship. I think that's some something that is lacking, Jamie, in in the in the body. You know, we go we go to the filling station on a Sunday. We we fill up our tank. And, and we are fueled for the week. But during that Monday through Saturday, I don't know if there's much of relationship uh, with the attendees at church or, or, or the members of the body of Christ. But I appreciate that you and I, we've been intentional. Yes, sir. Yeah. In developing our friendship. Can you talk I, to the audience of the importance of that versus going to a conference, taking lots of notes, have your recorder on, you know, uh, speak to the audience about that. I, I know that probably has nothing to do with our topic, but uh, speak to the audience about that. I, I don't know. I think it has everything to do with our topic. Oh, wow. We think about righteous leadership and we think about community. We think about a God who said, oh, no, no, Adam, I look forward to walking with you. If daddy, the king of the universe, who we could call daddy later because Jesus invited us into that relationship, not just God and created man in his image, but actually children of God. If he values this walking with us, then when he says, I want community among my children, hmm. then you and I walking together is not a trivial thing. It's not something that we put into place, it's something that daddy wanted. Wow. And so, for me, our commitment where you and I talked and we said we will walk together was not a, a trivial conversation. It was saying, how do we represent the very heart of God 
that we would walk as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not about an activity or an event. It is about who we were designed and made to be. Anyway, so that that was really powerful. When you said that, I'm I see tears welling in my eyes. Yeah. Because yeah. the sense of daddy's heart for us. Mm. Yeah, we need this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, what I'm what I'm hearing, uh, Jamie, is we uh, uh, we have to get below the iceberg. We've been we've been too much on, on surface, right? It, it hasn't been the depth yeah. uh, of relationships. So so with that, that's a perfect. I don't know if you're a golfer. Are, do you play golf, uh, Jamie? Poorly. Okay. Yes, all right. Same, same, same here. Same here. So, so that's a, that's a perfect tee. We, we just teed it up for the drive. So um, can you share with our audience, when you hear the term righteous leadership, what comes to mind? Well, when I, I will tell you, I was a little in awe thinking about today, because when I think of righteous immediately, I did a search throughout scripture for righteous and then righteousness just continues to come up as a theme. It's part of God's nature. So when you think about righteous leadership, we're talking about, so God's nature is to, to be righteous. He is righteous. And then leadership, the second part of that is influence. Well, influence, influence and authority has to be given by somebody. And so when Jesus says, I give you all authority, you say, oh, so to carry out the righteousness, the very nature of God, Psalm 22, 31, 40, 10, Psalm 51, 14. I mean, you can go through many scriptures or, or this leadership, which is influence, authority. And then Jesus says, but you model it as a servant. Mm. wash the feet you preference my love for the marginalized mm. that is the way i exert my authority i preference them even though i am the king i get down on my knees i do something that even servants wouldn't do and i wash mm. your feet mm. wow I serve. I'm intentional. That is Daddy's version of, I believe, of righteous leadership, mm. um, both stated but also demonstrated. Mm. I love that. I love that. Both, both stated I'm pausing. Uh, uh, and demonstrated. I, I, I love that. I love that. And um, that sort of reminds me, Jamie, of. An acronym that I, I, I guess developed over, over the years in my training, and um, if you can, if you have a pen and paper, I want you to write this down because, I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I want everyone that is listening at the sound of my voice uh, to write this down, and and the acronym is K K I B D, like K is in King, I as in in, in there, B. D is in David. So, and this is related, I'm relating this directly to what you just shared, Jamie. And the, the K is knowledge, right? Uh, the D is do. This is what I want you to do. So you and I both know 
you and I both know that there are doctors that are really good. They have the knowledge, but their bedside manner is terrible. Right? <laughs> you and I both know that, right? See, they they yeah. know they know that the care does not end in the surgery room. The care continues in the waiting room. Once you take your mask off, you know, yes. once you get rid of your, your your tools and you go to that room because there there is a family member that is waiting to hear some good news. And and if you go to that if you go to that waiting room uh, in arrogance, mm. if you go to that waiting room with indifference, if yeah. you don't go to that waiting room with with the nature of what you just described, the compassion nature of God, the love of God, uh, then then there's a huge disconnect between the K, no, right. the skills, and the do, right? And so that leads me to the I and the B. I know you probably say, okay, Dr. Ray, what's the I and the B? So the I is internalized. Uh, it's, it's one thing to know the knowledge. It's another thing to internalize it. Yeah. That, that, and I'm relating that to, to a word that you said, I don't know, about three minutes ago, you used the word intentional, right? So I have to be intentional to internalize this knowledge, which then leads to the B, which is the word B, B-E. So, so I have to know it, I have to internalize it, then I can be it, and then I can do it. Amen. Jamie, speak to our audience about what I just shared with you, because the righteous leadership is what is it's at the other end. It's not about the knowing. There's a lot of folks that are good preachers, good orators, good good, good speakers, good good authors. Many of us are good note takers. We can take notes, but 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 there's a huge disconnect, as we saw with the, um, the Samaritan. The good Samaritan, the Levite saw the man on the street, he crossed yeah. the street. The priest see the man on the street, he crossed the street. Well, both the Levite and the priest, I believe, probably had the knowledge, but it wasn't demonstrated. Jamie, yeah. you are the guest on my show. I'm not the I'm not the host and the guest, so I'm gonna shut up and turn it over to <laughs> you. So so give us some light because you started this. You started this about the the knowledge and the doing. And, and it, it just ignited me to this acronym. Go ahead, Jamie. Well, I, I love the acronym. So knowledge, you know, knowledge is, is foundational because without it, you, the rest of the steps won't follow. But it's not enough because that knowledge has to change us. And of course that requires God. So one of those qualities that we keep seeing in godly leaders is they're humble. They're humble because they recognize their place. They recognize that God uses those who are weak before him. They're not weak people. These are people who recognize the power, the authority of God and say, God, lead the way. Take whatever I am, but use it as you will and, and teach me. So it goes from just a knowledge about God that many have, even Satan has it. We know that. Um, and it says, wow, how do I internalize it? And then acknowledge in that. And then how do I be before this God? I can't do until I have actually spent the time and going, God, change me. 
continue to change me. So when I looked at this acronym, I've never heard that before expressed like this, but it, it felt to me like a process step because maybe each day it's sitting there we need not only the knowledge of god's word and and to hear but to allow the holy spirit to work in internalizing this in our lives and then just to be there in his presence i mean when jesus invites us into this relationship with him in his prayer in john 17 that was not just a a trite invitation that was like i share with the holy spirit and dad the father i want you right there i have been with god in that relationship since before time and i will be forever and my invitation to you who follow after me is that you would enjoy this being with the rest of the godhead that is the greatest gift that we could have. He, so this invitation and then the do is because through us as his children, this invitation to all nations should flow. It's not that I have the invitation. It's that an invitation was offered and I have to carry it. It's my great privilege. And so how we interact, and that goes right back to where we started today in verse 12, in joy and peace. Jamie, and share with peace. the audience that verse uh, because I, I think you and I were sort of chatting okay. before we went live. Um, so, yeah, in Isaiah 55, you will live in joy and in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song. And, and we were talking about the preposition of in, in peace and in joy. Hmm. And those are exhibited through those who are walking this walk. And, and so that's why I think this is an amazing reflection that you've shared that just comes right back to passages of scripture. Wow. Wow. So Jamie, as we, as we look at the KIBD, right? It's almost, it's almost like a, a label, right? You know, you, you look at, you look at a product and you, you, you can see that this is an authorized label or, or, you, or you go to a Merrill Lynch or T. Rowe Price or Fidelity and, and you see that, that label that it's, it's, we're part of the, the, the NASDAQ, right? Or we, we're part of the New York Stock Exchange. Yes. Um, uh, God has a mark and, a, and, and I think this is one of the mark, which is the KIBD. As you look at the KIBD, the knowledge, the internalization, the, the being and the doing, uh, and what do you believe is the missing element? I think you touched on it. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You, you mentioned humility, but what is the, why is it that we are so, uh, there's such a huge divide in our leaders today. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put you on the spot and say on a scale of one to 10, uh, where 10 is 100% KIBD, what would you give our leaders today? I'm not going to do that. You know, if you want to go you. there, then then be Thank my you. guest. No, sir. Okay. Okay. So 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 that's why I'm asking a different question. And and what do you believe is is really needed, Jamie, to move the needle closer to that ten, as we look at it in the context of today? Can you speak to that? Um, I will attempt to. 
I would say the presence of being with God, if Jesus would pull away so many times in the midst of the need that surrounded him, when there were crowds of audiences and he would slip out to be with God the Father, mm. to be with the Holy Spirit, to make sure that that communion was not missed. Mm. How will we indeed internalize the knowledge God has given us? We still need to get the knowledge. We need the Word of God. But that practicing His presence, to be with Him, to be with others and with Him, I don't think we can replace it. I think perhaps too often knowledge is followed by, let me internalize the knowledge, not the personage or the character, mm. or as we talked about righteousness, the very wait, nature wait, 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 of God. Wait, wait. Jamie, Jamie, time on. I want our audience to write that down because you can't drop a nugget like that, Jamie, and just go on to something else. That was a huge nugget. You said, people are we we tend and and that's really our education system right our education system teaches us to gain the knowledge internalize the knowledge but you're saying you take it another level gain the knowledge yes but then internalize the personage yeah expound expound on that jimmy that was a huge nugget i believe that you know it's it's who god is so how do we internalize his view and, and his heart, it's not just the knowledge, but before knowledge can be applied, what is his, what are the lenses through which he sees the world, through which he sees his creation, through which he sees the children of the earth in their families that he made, all by the way of one race, the human race. Yes. Made in his image purchased to be his family not simply to be his image bearers but actually to be his own so you know when you say the lens needs to be there to internalize his view of it um, is really important because we won't be able to do in the right way if we just take the knowledge and apply it in our own strength and we won't understand what we've internalized unless we continue to practice his presence and say, unpack this, show me where it is me and, and where it is you. Wow. Wow. You know, it sort of reminds me of, I, I, I don't know where the scripture is. I think it's Joshua 1, 7. Um, uh, I may be off here. It may, I know it's in Joshua 1, but you know, he, he talks, he, he tells us, be strong and courageous, right? Yeah. Be And he, he says it about twice, be strong and courageous. And, and that's what I hear you saying, uh, Jamie, uh, you know, to be strong, uh, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, be strong, but the strong's concordance, the word, that word for strong is, is use your strength. Use that internal strength, internalize it, and, and then be courageous. Don't, don't, don't stop, continue to pursue. Um, uh, be, because I don't stop. I don't. I, I haven't given up on you. So why should you give up? Um, and 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 so thank you so much, Jamie, for sharing uh, uh, and some light and some insight on that delta. Uh, anything else? You, you talked about the, the the importance of um, uh, 
the presence of God? Is there anything else that you can share with our audience that, that because there's a huge gap. Is We're doing almost like a, a, a spiritual gap analysis right now. There's a huge gap between the K and the D, the knowledge and the doing. And if our audience can just, I know, I know I'm gaining a whole lot from this podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to, to share uh, it, that 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 leads to that delta. I, I am. This passage, again, just hits me, and when when I think about you just quoted out of Joshua, and you said I'm not sure which verse. That's because God doesn't say it once there. He repeats "be strong and courageous" multiple times. It's not once in Joshua one. Wow. He repeats it. And so when you say be strong and courageous to a leader who has already for 40 years been following a leader, so he is not a rookie. And in the middle of this, you know, he had the knowledge, he'd walked with him. He had internalized, and yet we still see Joshua pulling aside to be with God. And, and he hasn't actually done his first thing in the sense of, being seen as the leader to go out and do. They had gone before to research the land, but not to command. So there's a lot of time taken, and we sometimes feel we need the rush to the do. Mm, say that again, Jim. I would Say that again. Sometimes I think we are rushing to the do, and rushing. God is take, rushing to the do, do. <sighs> And yet I think God is wanting us to rush to be with him because the great gift, the thing that we lost in the garden was that we could be with him. The thing that Jesus says when he tells the disciples how to pray is he says, the God that was distant for since the beginning of time, for even those who would call my name, call him daddy. What? We weren't even really allowed to say his name, and we were the Jews. No, no, no. Understand, from now on, say, Daddy, I want to know you. Mm. I want your kingdom to come right now, because this is a relationship of practicing the presence. And so, Dad, like you are known in heaven, I want you known here in my neighborhood Mm. and in me. And may it happen. And oh, and, and by the way, none of that was me doing either. Your kingdom come, Dad. Wow. So the doing actually is this God, do this. Use me, please. Mm. Not look, God, bless me as I do. Mm. Mm. Um and, and so, you know, for me, there's a term there, vulnerable. I love that term. Godly leaders are vulnerable. It's it, it it's a demonstration in in that in aspect. They they are known. They are very fast to say I'm sorry. Mm. They're empathetic. You would use lots of words to describe what believers might be like. But a mark or or the brand that we carry is this vulnerability with each other and and before God to say, God, we need you exalted. Jamie, you, you, I know you said you're not a great golfer, but um, you just teed up, again, my last question. Uh, as you know, on the podcast, we try to 
we try to squeeze in three questions. You know, sometimes uh, I've had I have I've had guests on the show. I've, I only was able to do one question, and they just expanded and expanded and expanded. But I think we're able to get one more question in. Uh, Jamie, you are you are a student. You are a student of leadership. I know you study this, so you have seen all different types of adjectives, whether it be servant leadership transformational leadership, transactional leadership, the list goes on and on. Jamie, what makes, in your own words, so our listening audience can take one final nugget from you, what makes righteous leadership distinct from all the other types of leadership that our bookshelves are filled with? I'm looking at my bookshelf right now and I'm looking at different leadership books. I'm not gonna call any names, but you know, you know the gurus. What, what makes righteous leadership different from all the other types of leadership? I think when we think about righteous leadership, to me, the reflection of that is that it's an intentionality, and I will use that word again, that says, I want Jesus seen. I need to reflect God's presence. And so there's a pause that says, Holy Spirit, lead me. There's a pause that says, not that we don't use wisdom, we do. It's given by God. Not that we don't apply knowledge, that is there. But the Holy Spirit is the great gift that Jesus, God the Father, gave us, not so that. He would just be there. But because as the encourager and as the one that frequently even led Jesus, he led Jesus into temptation. That's what the Holy Spirit did. He said, hey, I'm taking you. And Jesus walked. Again and again, Jesus sees the Holy Spirit's um, role. And he's given that great gift to us. So godly leaders have are tempered by the need to say, Daddy, what is your will in this moment? You see Jesus repeatedly coming back to Dad, your will. And, and it is often expressed in an incredible love for the marginalized. And we can think the marginalized are the, um, the financially poor. We can think that the marginalized are the physically poor. We can think that the marginalized are, are all sorts of things. Jesus talks about the widows. He talks about orphans. I would say he today might even be speaking to the communities that do not see their value in the eyes of God the way he sees it. And he would say in the midst of that, the godly leader would say, God has so created this community, any community you want to say, and they are so valued by God that I could do no less myself. And so when I think about godly leadership, it's this driven by the Holy Spirit, it's impassioned by a God-given desire and his lens for humanity. And it says, God, what do you have? Because 
Your love for them needs to consume my very, the way I, I make my decisions, that drives my activity, that changes my do. Well, I, I am the reason that you, you you heard a silence, Jamie, because I am feverishly taking notes, feverishly taking notes. Um, righteous leadership given by the Holy Spirit and passion by the Father and directed towards the people. I, I could not have put it any. Uh, Jamie, you know, this is just part one of many other um, invitations to the podcast. Uh, but before you go, can you share any any book, any resource that sort of supports what you've shared with us um, uh, so that our listening audience, we have what, four more months for 2020. We have September, October, November. December. Yeah, we got four months, man. If you if you have a book, we can read a book in four months. Um, I would say The Making of a Leader written by uh, Dr. J. Robert Clinton. Mm. It's one of the most powerful books I have read because it's a reflective process. And one of the strong encouragements is that you would chart out the journey of your history of where God started a development in your life all the way through to where you are now and reflect on phases and parts of your life and say, well, where was God in the midst of that? And it could have been a, a time in your youth that may have felt tortured to you. But I will tell you that it probably felt in the midst of it horrendous and there could have been horrible things that happened to you. And yet in that, God was also forming the man or woman that he wanted. That's why for me, you know, I, I think I spent the better part of about 80 to 100 hours and reflecting in terms of my own journey and writing down and chronicling this and then coming back and saying, God, you were faithful there. Thank you for that. And it could have been a really hard thing in your life. There were certainly some really hard things in mine and continue to sometimes be hard things. But in the midst of that, God is doing something absolutely amazing. And so I just... I, I refer people to that because God will lead everyone on their own journey, but I think it can be applied by anyone. And as we look to what God is doing in our life, this may be a good part of that being before God to let him speak to you. Hmm. Wow. wow. Jimmy, thank you so much uh, for pouring out. Uh, it, this was very rich very rich. I know I'm speaking for myself, but I'm also speaking for audience. And um, yeah, all I can say, man, is thank you. Thank you for being here. Any any parting words before uh, we, we close? Thank you for the invitation. It has been such an honor. I enjoy getting to walk with those who love Jesus. I, I love that God intentionally uses those who make themselves available for his glory. So whose glory are we about today? Yes, absolutely his. Absolutely his. Thank you so much for this today. It's been amazing. Yes, it has. Amazing. It truly was. It truly was. It's very rich, very rich. I cannot wait to hear um, the edited version of our podcast. You've been listening to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. 
Once again, you know we invite guests from all over the globe. Today, we were blessed by Jamie Farr, again, Vice President of Planning, Staffing, and Development for Wycliffe Bible Translators USA, AKA a son of God. He just, that's how he likes to be introduced. And um, you know that he was introduced that way, but you experienced a son of God on this podcast. To get more information about our podcast, simply go on our website, arrayoflight.com, A-R-A-Y-O-F-L-I-G-H-T.com. You can also subscribe by going on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the different podcast platforms, and simply search for Righteous Leadership. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Charles. Look forward to seeing you next time. Take care and be safe.